Uh, welcome to Anime Archives with your hosts, Ernest. And John. So guys, uh, we're back. Actually, we were back. And never mind. We, we messed up on something last, like, couple weeks ago, but... Yeah, we're back again. I gotta say, that I messed, intro, I messed up anyway. What? That intro gets me hyped every time. Oh, yes, it does. Who, who created that intro again? We gotta get uh, that My friend, out. Paul Cantu, who I had the pleasure of meeting while I was in the military. So, he's awesome. Shout out to you, He knows Cantu. how to create a good beat. I just yeah. gotta say, we appreciate it, Paul, because that gets me hyped ready for the podcast yeah. every time I hear that. As long as it, you know, he, he made it and sent it to me, but... You know, what would be the odds or like later on if we made like a whole bunch and later on we get sued? And Paul's like, hey, actually, I didn't make this. Dude. <laughs> we get sued. Well, like, I got a, f- a lawsuit coming. <laughs> Demanding. Please, Paul. Uh, Please, no. But he made it. So. Well, it's been a good week. I mean, since our last podcast. So the last one we had that we have to redo. Yes, right? yes. Because uh, my laptop. We just had, we had a technical, technical issue, yeah. So we, we did it. We promised we did it. It was about an hour and a half about our top anime of 2018, and it didn't save. Yes. Well, yeah, it didn't save at all. Like, I, uh, yeah, it just, computers suck. But this time, this will save, and you will be hearing this one. So, that's And we'll make thing. sure to re-pump out that 2018. We just have to make more time for it. Yeah. In terms of, like, what our top, our top anime was for that year. Especially with uh, the new releases, which is why, which brings us to our topic of this, the some of the subjects we're gonna go over today. Yeah, so I mean, at the start of every season, what happens is they just pump out what maybe like fifteen different shows. Yeah, from from everything, it could be an East Guy to sports to drama, romance, all of it, and the average person usually doesn't have enough time to go through each anime to see kind of what's actually good, what's not, what would be slightly interesting, and so we decided to kind of take that metaphorical bullet and do that for you. Yeah. So we we have a list of the stuff that we've checked out, and. At least watch the first three episodes on. Kind of gives us a feel of whether it would make sense for us to invest more time into it. For sure. Mm-hmm. There, was, there were some bad ones, too. Because I we bit the bullet on animes that we would typically not even check out just from looking at it. Just to see what if this has potential. I can say without a shadow of a doubt, there's a few on here I would never have looked at. I would have read the, the description and been done immediately. I've even watched the Magical Girl one, which, yeah, wasn't, yeah, we'll, we'll talk about it, but it wasn't as bad as I thought it would be compared to other Magical Girl series. So, to start, in terms of what we watched, what was kind of the first one that you decided to conquer? The first anime that you decided to say, you know what, I gotta give it at least three episodes of my time. Don't know if I'm gonna be interested. Which one was it? Uh, the first one I decided to conquer was one I actually was interested in because I heard a lot about its manga, and that was Promise Neverland. Promise Neverland. Promise Neverland. And what's, what's Promise Neverland about? So Promise Neverland is about uh, these these orphans stay in this orphanage, uh, very like secluded place. They, are, they have these boundaries set up inside the area they're in. Basically, they can't go uh, by these fenced-in areas. They can't like climb over anything. So it's very like secluded, and they don't really understand why. But every every once in a while, people come to adopt uh, one of the orphans and bring them, you know, bring them to a new home and stuff. And they, the kids have issues with not like getting any feedback and stuff. And just from 
talking about this, you know it's, this is a very suspense-filled anime uh, later on. But well, why do you, like, how would we know that? Because of the whole mystery part. Like, you, you uh, in the beginning of the episode, you will see the kids, like, play tag, and they're running around, and there's literally this small gate that anyone can jump over that they're not supposed to go past. Mm-hmm. But even when, later on in the ser- series, when the kids do, like, even that uh, the second episode, they jump over and see, you just see that there's a big, huge cement wall mm-hmm. just covering it. Wow. And what what happens, uh, not to spoil anything, but there's a, a kid that is adopted uh, that's very dear to them. Um, the two main lead characters, there's like three big lead characters. So there's three characters overall? Yeah. Who are the characters? Uh, so yeah, you obviously just ha- heard a bad cut and me saying ah uh, at the beginning because I literally did not have those lead characters' names. So I had to pause the podcast real quick to get them. So... Uh, the two lead characters for Promised Neverland. There's three, sorry. Uh, it's Emma, Norman, and Ray. Hmm. And as so, has one of these characters stood out to you the most? Um, they all three had their own dynamics. Mm-hmm. Uh, I don't want to spoil anything, but there's one of the characters that kind of does something that surprises me in the story one. Because uh, what what happens is uh, Emma and like these three characters are like the oldest in the and the orphanage and the orphanage they make them take these like uh mental tests and stuff almost like school but it's very like more test oriented and stuff and you don't really understand why until later on in the episode but anyways a little girl gets uh adopted at the end and she always had this uh pet bunny that she kept with them so uh when she leaves to go with their uh head uh, orphanage person that runs it called Mama. Yeah. She runs the whole thing. She takes a little girl there and like, oh, she left her bear. So they wanted to just catch up to Mama and, the, and Connie and give it to her before she goes so she doesn't leave her present. But uh, they get there a little too late and they realize that uh, one of the gates that usually are locked and secure is opened up. And when they go inside, spoiler alert, they find like this weird wagon mm-hmm. and they, they're just looking around, they're like, where's Mama, where's Connie? Because they don't hear anything, everything's just deadly silent. And as they look around the wagon, Emma stumbles upon Connie's lifeless body. Ooh. Um, so, and ooh. Event, and now, immediately, how old are these kids? These kids are... Like, estimated. Uh, obviously, they probably don't like tell us. Or uh, so they, they do tell them, uh, they're like uh, 10 to 12. Ooh, they're going... Man. That there's a, I believe 12, 12 is, 12 is like their, the oldest, the oldest that they, they adopt the kids. Once they turn 12, they they for sure get adopted and there's reason, but Connie is dead, like completely knocked out. Uh, both Emma now, and how shocked were you when you first seen like a dead child in an anime? Cause that's like, you see that, but not too often. So, I mean, did this kind of resonate with you? Was it one of those where you were shocked, or did you almost expect it? I feel like I'm dark. Like, uh, I, I almost expected it. I knew something was going down, and I'm used to, like, I like these kind of suspense dark animes. Mm-hmm. Like, I watched uh, Real Life for the longest time, and that's gory, too. Mm-hmm. This one was more like, it was, this can get gory, but basically it was just uh, the drawing of the child with her face sunken in, and like, ugh, like, there's that, that weird... The Dur face, yeah, yeah. Uh, just looked weird, but uh, you know, obviously, you know, it was dead. Uh, and like all animes, it does a suspense music that really builds up. Characters are obviously scared, especially when they come to find out that it's actually uh, it's aliens. 
So that sounds like a big spoiler right there. I, I already said spoilers before. I mean, usually we want to give like a little bit, like a teaser. A teaser? Like, so this wait, what episode? Like, like, this is the first episode. It shows you the creatures. Okay, okay. The first episode shows you the creatures. So, so is I'm it guaranteed gonna... aliens? Is it like it, monsters, demons, or is it like legit, like they know these shit? I'm calling them aliens because I don't know what they oh, are. Oh, so we just... So I'll just like... Some monster. They, they're a, a monster of some sort. I'm just using aliens yeah, as a reference. Okay, that's fair. But basically, yeah, they are harvesting these kids for food. Ooh, so it's almost like food. it's almost like a... What we do with animals is a cattle farm, for a sense. And uh, Emma, Norman, realize it because of them being so smart that they're... That what they like to eat mainly is like the brain. They eat everything, but they like to eat the brain, mostly. Mm. And what they like most, these alien creatures like the most, is the more mature the brain is or how intelligent you are, the better tasting your brain is. Ooh, so that makes sense why they want to develop sense. And this is a big orphanage where there's little kids, infants, you know... Uh, you know, the oldest being like 12, uh, Norman, uh, Ray, and uh, Emma. And basically, Norman Norman and Emma the ones who stumble upon Connie, and they come to realize that they got to get out of there because the person who they looked at as mama is actually working for these aliens. Mm. She's an adult. Uh, they are, they're, I don't know much about her, but she's a human, and it's weird because it might not be human or they're trained to be a certain way. How many episodes did you make it to? I watched uh, five episodes. Five episodes? Yes. So is this something that you would definitely continue with, that I, you keep watching it? I would most definitely. I'm going to definitely keep watching it. I think it's uh, it's a uh, – it's a, I like these horror, like, suspense series. I always try to look for one that actually is good and has a great story. And this one so far has been very promising, especially as a twist. And the fourth episode that I didn't see coming, nice. uh, that it's interesting how uh, certain characters play, and I each character has their own strengths and weaknesses, and I think it's pretty interesting. But yeah, it's, if you are if you like that kind of genre, the horror genre, I think it's a good good uh, anime to check out. If not, if you want to read it, but by all means, uh, it's a lot further. And what was it called again? It's called Promised Neverland. It's on Crunchyroll, if you happen to have that, or whatever you use for your anime sites. And it actually got reviewed really high on Crunchyroll. I mean, yeah. it, it got an overwhelmingly five-star rating. Yeah. So it shows it has to be good, or at least decent for the mass audience. For sure. Well, the one I ended up checking out was almost the complete opposite. So we're going to kind of change tunes. Okay. So that right there was The Promised Neverland. You said it was more horror? It's, right? yeah, definitely horror, suspense, uh, thing. Very creepy. Now, is there anything you wanted to add before we move to the, uh, the next one? No. Uh, no. perfect. Let's hop into yours. Perfect. I didn't want to so, spoil any more stuff. One of the ones I checked out, and I only would have done it because of this podcast, I read the description, looked at it, and pretty much kind of discarded it. So, it's called Girly Air Force. Girly Air Force? Yeah. And at this point... I checked out a couple, like, reviews online, a couple comments from it. I seen it get, like, a majority of people kind of flamed it, where they're like, oh, this isn't good, you know, just typical. And I was like, you know what, let's try it anyway. You know, this is how much we care about our audience. We want to take this bullet for you. I'm curious about the flame. Yeah. Well, uh, they pretty much just said, hey, it's just, it's it's not a good anime. What kind of, like, genre is it? Is it like a... No, it's more, it's more like action-y slash kind of a harem. 
Okay. But very light on the harem compared to the average harems that are out there. All right. So what it is, is it's pretty much uh, Girly Air Force is about um, the main character, now uh, Narufami Kai, which it's kind of interesting because uh, he's a refugee that's escaping war in China. And so I've never really, I haven't seen too many Japanese anime that comes from anything that's like, even has anything to do with China. Okay. All right. I'm curious because this might be a, a China. I know China. China has been doing anime studios, so it might be one of the Chinese uh, Japanese conglomerate. It, so it definitely could. Uh, it's hard for me to see it because um, pretty much it's saying how China is like in a civil war at this point. Yeah. There's the thing called the Xi, and the Xi is like the super aircraft where it's they'll outmaneuver standard jets. So they talk about how standard jets and the pilots that fly them can handle about up to nine G forces. G-forces is pretty much like the feeling you get when you go through incredible strain in that cockpit. Okay. So it's stuff that hits you when you almost like get slammed in the wall. So whenever you're taking like a, a fast corner in your car and you kind of feel that tightness in your stomach, you're feeling a slight G-force right there. Or like uh, those rides at like uh, uh, like carnivals where it, it spins you around and exactly. it can hold you in the seat. So that's a very light... Uh, version of what these pilots actually go through. Okay. So pretty much the she are super jets that can outmaneuver those pilots, and pretty much like standard pilots would pass out normally around 10 Gs, uh, and they can um, the new ones the she can definitely exceeding go above that. So they obviously have a huge advantage in the sky. So he pretty much meets this standard uh, this. Uh, this jet, where it's this uh, girl's name, her name is Griffin. She pretty much works as part of the jet, and these jets are called animas. So you have she's, which is like from uh, the Chinese jets that are like super, that are trying to destroy the world. The level cities. They're, are these are these just like vehicles, or are they actually they're jets, like, like jet planes? Okay, like aircraft. Okay, okay. and like... Griffin and her anima are like. Um, they're part of the she, but their whole thing is where they need to protect humanity. That's what she wants to do. She wants to protect humanity, but part of her is part she. So, and remember, she is from the Chinese aircraft. That's the fourth episode so it stood out the oh, most you actually because the they, yeah uh, I've I've kept up with it yeah so okay. I've watched up to the sixth when it comes to oh this. Right, yeah. right. so when it comes to the fourth episode the thing that stood out to me is one the art style is incredibly beautiful throughout this especially when they start using a little bit of the CGI a lot of times I hate CGI I think it's very corny and it's either done really well or terribly 
this one because of the I'm a, I'm a big fan of like jet pilot games of like aircrafts so it's one of those things that stood out a little bit to me because I liked the way they portrayed it and they also added music in terms of during one of the action scenes in the fourth episode that made me go wow okay I really like how this is done but again it did take a little while to get up to that point for okay. me personally so it's I could say kind of a similar plot, uh, plot to Darling in the Franks, if you've oh. ever heard of that. And what I mean by that is takes like a duo pilot, so guy and girl have to pilot something as a team to be able to get it running, to be able to take care of is it. Is the same, is it in that kind of lewd kind of aspect of it? It's not nearly as lewd as Darling in the Franks. So it's not like, like oh. No, Darling in the Franks is ridiculously lewd. Yeah. Like, it had one, I mean... The female yeah. was always bent over. Yeah. And the guy always mounted her. I was like, this, is, all, no this is always, obviously. Yeah, yeah, every time I looked at it, I always rolled my eyes. Because you could tell they did that mostly for fancy. Yeah. Like, the best one that actually made, like, a guy and girl pilot together, to me, was G Gundam. Back oh, in the day, yeah. Because they had the guy and the girl, actually, and it was only for a small period of time. But they actually were piloting the same Gundam, and I liked pretty much what they did right there. Darling and the Franks had a great concept to it. But, again, it was so looted out, it's kind of hard for me to sit there. Like, it would be hard for me to recommend that to somebody. Yeah. <laughs> like, that's one where you wouldn't, like, you would walk in, and no matter what point you are in that anime, if your parents walked in that room, they would definitely question yeah, you. Yeah, I mean. <laughs> Girly Air Force has nothing to do, nothing similar to do with that. That's that's why I never finished Kill a Kill. Really? Yeah, because yeah, of all that. Tra- that just... transformed, I was like, oh. Mm-hmm. It always got me, but yeah. Now, it got a 4 out of 5 stars on Crunchyroll. So even though I did see on Facebook a lot of different comments, even on YouTube, that it got flamed, yeah. that a lot of people you know, were just genuinely like, hey, pass on this. 4 out of 5 on Crunchyroll is still decent. That's not decent. bad at all. I mean, it's still decent. It just, I, to me, it just makes it sound like it's either your thing or it's not. Exactly. If things. you kind of like a lighthearted kind of harem that has a good amount of action in terms of that, I, I, it might be your cup of tea. I would say at least... I would say don't give it three episodes. Give it at least four for this one. If you are going for something where you want it to be serious, you want it to be good, and I mean in terms of you'll pro- you're will you looking for an anime you're going to remember for a long period of time, this might not be for you. Like, hmm. I don't... In like 10 years, I don't think I'm going to be like, I'm glad I watched Girly Air Force. Oh, but in 10 years, I could say, man, Overlord was good. Yu Yu Hakusho was good. So it's not on that caliber yeah. level to me personally. But again, I can say it pleasantly surprised me. I'm glad I actually like took a uh, look yeah, at it. Yeah, took a chance I'll and actually I'll end up finishing it. it. Like I know it'll probably be 12 episodes, and I'll definitely end up at least seeing this one through. And that was pretty much one of the ones I ended up checking out. Well, kind of going back to you, what was one of the another one that you that kind of stood out to you that you ended up checking out for the winter season that just ended up getting released? I want to say uh, stick out. Uh, I, I'm gonna I'm gonna save a good one for a little bit later, but one that I watched because I thought it looked uh, sort of interesting. Um, you know, funny thing is, like we watched a little bit of it ourselves randomly when we were doing the podcast that got messed up. But uh, it's actually like, some people wouldn't classify it as an anime because uh, it's a lot. There's actual drama in it, a live action foreplay. And it, uh, the character models are actually made by, it's almost made by like the anime studio shop. If you ever see the anime Ruby and how they had those CGI models of characters, mm-hmm. uh, the, 
the characters are designed that way, but the anime is called Dimension High School, or the however you want to play it, but it's on Crunchyroll, and it's classified as an anime. It, it's a bit of both. If they, if they didn't do the CGI and did mainly, like, normal drawing anime style, then I would just classify it as it, but anyways, uh, I, this was a rough one to get through. Uh, at, after I watched the first episode, I was like, eh, it's okay. So we both watched at least half of the yeah. first episode together, and I appreciate you taking this bullet for me personally so <laughs> I don't have to watch it, because I, again, I was being too judgmental, I looked at it, I knew immediately, hey, this would not be my cousin. <laughs> was I wrong? Uh, you weren't wrong. It's definitely... So what's this one about? Like This one's, it... okay, this one's about, uh, it's, it's even hard to say the premise, really, but basically, there's this kid named, uh, Jupei, uh, who is going to high school, he's a third year in high school, he basically has to go to, like, the study hall thing, uh, and basically his hobby is to just, like, you know, check out things and stuff, and on his way to school, he finds this rock. That. I don't know, he's looking at it, but this light, uh, this rock comes to life, and basically it's an alien creature, or some kind of mystical thing that basically chose him and his classmates in this, in this classroom, which is, uh, like, three other students, one's named Rusai, who's, like, the, the typical smart anime character, who's yeah. like, I'm better than all you guys, mm -hmm. I actually don't need to be part of this study hall, I'm just here because the teacher is so great and I want to learn and get his wisdom. Nerd. Another one is uh, Yurio. Uh, uh, Yurio? Yeah, Yurio. And he's basically the cute, weak, pale anime kid who needs to be taken care of. Ugh. He's, uh, you know, the little brother. Uh, and, and it's weird because, you know, these guys are, you know, Japanese. You know, they're live-action actors and they transform into these characters and they each have their own anime-style haircut and look, but it shows, like their inner being of what they would look like mm -hmm. uh, to begin with. Another one is a, a guy who, like, protects Yurio. He's more of the, the dumb brawler type. His name is uh, Suyoshi. Mm -hmm. And their teacher is uh, Soyushi. And he's just smart teacher, professor, weird concept. But anyways, this alien basically says, we need you to save the world. And uh, even though we need you to save your world and my world, and it teleports them to this this crazy dimension world. So you're saying uh, an alien rock yes. came to a bunch of high schoolers yes. and said that they would be the best candidates to save the world. Yes, definitely the best candidates. Cool. And you know what they had to do in the first episode to fight against the, the their enemy? I genuinely do want to know this one. Trivia questions. Oh my. They had to do trivia questions. They had a time limit. Fucking nerds. And, again, CGI, it gets a bad rep in anime when they use these 3D models to do it. And at first I used to not like beef about it. You know, Ruby wasn't really my thing. I looked at it. It wasn't too much pleasing to the eyes. But I was like, you know what? I want to start accepting these things because a lot of animes are doing this. And at least see the story first to see what they went with. But when the when the anime characters start playing with themselves, where like they clipping the characters are clipping through themselves in the CGI, it just throws me away. And it's like, well, this is 
this is just you for a little bit. Like and, a PlayStation One game. Yeah, like plays it like it's like you. It's like someone would say, "Hey, man, uh, let's make an anime together, and let's just play around with these character models and do like it's almost like Red Red versus Blue, where if you played Halo and you and your friend was playing multiplayer, say, so, "Hey, let's record our our sessions, but let's just do voice acting for the characters." Like even though Red versus Blue is a great series and it's funny, it's still like it's just like that. It's just like random kind of concept. But anyways. They do this trivia, and their great enemy, from what I said, because honestly, I watched one episode of this. It's hard. I'm going to try to push through so and watch you only more. watched one of I the watched three one. of this one? And I watched half that episode with you. Yeah. It was rough. It was rough. Now, the reason why, well, not the reason, <laughs> but a big thing that does make it rough. I'm the only, it looks like we're the only ones who watched it. <laughs> it doesn't have a rating on Crunchyroll. It actually is rated zero out of five stars. But if you uh, do any form of kind of online research, I don't think you'll see a single good review at all. Also, yeah. by the way, all these like so-called high school students that look like you know real-time high school—they do not look like they're high school students. Yeah, they're definitely. Not. They all look like grown-ass men. So they kind of should have done a little bit. And better. even like the picture on Crunchyroll, like. One of the guys was supposed to be the weak constitution. He looks cool as hell in this picture. His live actor, his live action actor looks cool as hell in that picture right there. Uh, it just, I, I'm gonna, uh, I'm gonna try to bring up more. I'm gonna watch a few more episodes and update you guys to see if it, if it is maybe, isn't as bad as I think it is. Uh, but their enemy is, and honestly, if you're on Crunchyroll, you can see it because in the first episode. Uh, it, like image shows you, it's a sphinx. It's this bad guy. It's a CGI sphinx that like crashes through their classroom. Like, yeah. Well, not crashes, clips through a three D model, and it's like rawr, 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 and like a like a typical Japanese game host. If you're watching a game show, and he's like trivia questions, and basically you have to answer some questions. If you get it wrong or fail, uh, you get punished. And the punishment is like you lose something very precious to you. My time at this point. Yeah, your time. <laughs> uh, and one like the professor, he's not really considered a hero, but I think he's gonna like help him prepare. Uh, he is affected in that in that uh, first episode, and he loses something precious to him, mm. which is no, I'm not gonna. It's not gonna spoiler alert. I mean, it's first episode. He's a he's an educator, so he has money. That he'd been saving up for a long time to leave, you know, actually live his life. He loses it all. He'd been saving up all this stock money, making a whole bunch of investments. He lost all his money, zero. Damn. And he gets pissed off. He's like, oh, this cool, calm, and chillant guy. The very end of the episode, he's mad as hell. Of course. Who uh, wouldn't? Yeah, I'm going to. I think he wants to teach these dumb high school students. The guy has shit to do. I'm going to watch a few more, but uh, yeah. I, if you want something to just kill time, I guess, or if you want your own time wasted because you're like, I don't got nothing else better to do, maybe watch the first episode. If there's somebody <laughs> that you never want to watch anime, say yeah. there's like a friend that you don't like, that is interested <laughs> in anime, but you don't want them to watch it, show them this. Show them. <laughs> now, my question is, you said there's CGI. Right? Yeah, yeah. Have you ever seen, because there's been CGI that's kind of been popping up in more and more anime over the years. Mm. So have you kind of, do you know anything off the top of your head where they actually did CGI well? 
Because I know there was like parts in Overlord that you CGI that again it was very small parts towards the end that I thought that was done really well. Yeah. But in terms of like a concept similar to this, have you actually ever seen CGI really work? The only time I see it work, well, and it's kind of on the same similar of Overlord where they use it for a certain animation, but they don't use it overall. Mm-hmm. And that was when I watched uh, the Berserk movies, not the anime, but the Berserk films. That they redid for the arc. How were the films? They were really good. Really? Actually, I bought them all. They're they're good. And basically, just did CGI to show a mass fighting going on, just so they didn't have to draw in. But when it came to the actual characters, it was you know the, the usual drawing. So it, it lets you kill some things, and uh, it depends on. I think it's something that they want to invest in because I think it may be cheaper for some reason. CGI, that's what, really? Yeah, I, I, that's the only way I could see it because I like uh, the new Berserk anime did it and. Even one, even one that's also bad, uh, the Fist of the Blue Star. Yeah, that one got. Uh, I was mad at that one because I was, I was yeah. really hoping that Blue that Sky. one was gonna be good. Me too. Uh, I couldn't get that. That one was too bad. It's too chunky. But I, I think people are trying to work out and figure out a way to make it work. Uh, yeah, I just think it's a new thing in Japan, especially making it, adapting it to an anime series when a lot of people are used to a certain style. It's hard to break that note. Uh, but yeah, uh, I'm gonna update you guys about it. If uh, so, don't watch it. If th- hope this didn't sell you, unless you want to torment yourself, then I'm gonna watch uh, about three, uh, two more to maybe three more episodes to see if it gets better, maybe. And I'll update you that. So, uh, what's your next anime that you checked out? Well, the next one I checked out was one that I had a feeling when I read the description I wouldn't enjoy it. It was similar to Grilly Air Force, but I was right about this one for sure. Okay. This one's called Grimm's Notes, the animation. Grimm's Notes. Kind of like uh, this fairy tale Grimm's. This is based off a, uh, uh, a mobile? Yep, so a couple things about this. Uh, one, it's based off a mobile game. And two, when you first start watching this episode, it drops you in. It doesn't give you the premise. doesn't give you anything really of that sort. For the first two episodes, you're like, what's going on and what's even happening? It doesn't give you backstory for you to even start caring about like, the characters. What do you mean, like, drop, like, just complete dialogue? Just, like, just drops you yeah. in. Like, immediately they kind of start doing the first thing. Now, okay, so to start, it's, what this is, is it's an anime that's set in a world where everyone gets a book when they're born. And in this book, it has exactly everything you're going to do 100% in your life. So it makes life very predictable and very easy, very routine. Okay. Now, it's set in this universe where it has fairy tales. So you'll notice that there will be like the first episode's about Red Riding Hood, second episode's Don Quixote, uh, Quixote. then okay. they have pretty much like Treasure Island, Snow White. So they have different things in terms of fairy tales. Okay. Yeah. So every character has, like I said, a book where they read that book and it shows their fate, shows what's going to happen, shows who's going to talk to you the next day, it shows everything. Yes. Again, these why, would are just I want, why would I want that book? So the main character's book is purely blank. Like the main characters and like his team, where they pretty much have to go off and like find their purpose. Find so he has their, free will. Is that? Is I that guess you could say yes, free will. Where it's like he'll go into these other worlds, like Red Riding Hood, Don Quixote, and he'll talk to them, and people will freak out and be like, "Yo, our conversation wasn't in my book." You coming here wasn't in here. What's going on? Is this the end of the world? So people start freaking uh-huh. out because it breaks up the standard monotony that they're ob- 
obviously you used to. Is it like a repeating, the world repeats itself? No, it doesn't repeat oh, itself. Just like it's just set. kind of standard. Just uh, like, that's it's, weird. Yeah, it's definitely, right. like I said, an interesting premise. When I kind of looked at it, it looks like it would be kind of paramy, like action-y. So again, I wanted to check it out because I figured, hey, this would probably be up my alley anyway. But wow, the two out of five stars it got on Crunchyroll <laughs> is very justified. I, oh, that's it, right. it was very tough for me. It genuinely felt like doing work like when I watched this. Doing work? Yeah. Like, when I watch anime, and it should never feel like I'm doing a chore or that I'm actually working. Okay. But when it comes to this, I felt like, man, <laughs> we don't get paid for this, but I should definitely get paid to watch this terrible anime. It was terrible. It wasn't good. I didn't enjoy the characters. I didn't enjoy the music in it. I didn't think it was done really, like well at all. Again, I like how some good points about it. I like how they use fairy tales and they pretty much kind of twisted fairy tales like Red Riding Hood or Don Quixote. I'm a huge fan of that one in particular because again, I read the book and I liked kind of what they did in terms of that. But as a whole, I can say without a shadow of a doubt, I, I myself thoroughly didn't enjoy this one at all. If, for instance, you do end up enjoying this, there is some good points, please feel free to email us at thisisanimearchives at gmail.com so we know exactly kind of what we were missing. Maybe we can have a second opinion on this. We would love to talk to see if there's actually a genuine fan of this show. Yeah. But when I look, I see Standard gets re- it got bad reviews. Like I said, two out of five stars on Crunchyroll. And overall, it does show that it's very hard to make a anime about a mobile game. Uh, yeah. A game that's supposed to be played on your cell phone in passing. It's kind of hard to make a like 12 episode, 30, or yeah, 12 episode, 30 minutes per episode anime about something yeah. like that. The only one I heard of that was like decent ones was like Grand Blue Fantasy. That one's pretty popular. Never and even heard so, of that. But even then, it's uh, so funny. It's from Crunchyroll and stuff, but yeah. So, if you don't have any time for anything, you you only have time for, like, the best of the best, I would say skip this one. If, for instance, you want to at least give it a try, give it at least up to the third and fourth episode, because at least at that moment, they give you some backstory so you can know whether you can, can't relate to the characters, or if it even makes sense for you to follow along. What made you go, this is not for me, or what what was the... Like, the worst thing that was part of this anime that you disliked the most, and what would you change if you could to make it maybe better, That's if, a if it's great, possible? That's a great, question. So, I would say the one thing I didn't like, personally, myself, was it would have to be the core concept. Okay. I didn't like the fact that everyone has a book with their predetermined fate in it. I felt like that kind of, that premise paints you into a corner, in a way. And there's only so many different ways you can go. In the middle of the second episode, they pretty much introduced them like you could tell it was the bad prota- pro uh, protagonist, the bad the antagonist. Okay. So they introduced him. This is what he did. Hey, I'm here now. You're here? Oh no! And then he disappears. And then that's like it was the end. And it's like who, who said oh no? Again, that nobody said that, but it's pretty much like the concept oh, of what they did okay. back. Then. It was he was like. You're here? I feel like he's I like, like, yes, I am. I'm showing you. Is he guy. just the same way? And like, it's just typical long-haired guy in a club. He has, does he have a blank book, too? They didn't say. Oh, yeah, okay. You're just like, I'm But you I'm, can tell the I'm two knew each other at some point. Right. So, again, I, myself, 
didn't enjoy this. I'm glad I gave it three episodes. My minimal three. I don't ever plan on watching this. Unless we had somebody email us telling us specifically what to look for. I would say, out of everything we talked about, this would be on the same level that Dimension High School. In terms of not good, I wouldn't recommend this to my friend. I might recommend this to somebody that I don't want to watch anime. Oh, just like, hey, uh, check this out. You You want a good introduction? Why don't you check this out? (laughs) And then I never have to talk to them again. Those burner ones. Mm Mm-hmm. So, hopefully, the next one you have to bring us up is going to be something good. Because at this point, we gave our poor audience a decent one, and then two bad ones kind of right off the bat. So, what's the next one that is on our list? Uh, the next one on my list that I checked out was, uh, honestly, I'm pretty sure you watched it too. It's uh, Doro Roro. Doro Do Roro. Two rows. Two rows. And, yeah, this is uh, like a... Great thing about this is it was based off of manga. Uh, very, I want to say, uh, you know, John's going to double check me on that, but the timestamp of it was like in uh, the 60s it was made? Yeah. yeah. It, was, it was actually one of the first, I don't want to say first mangas on there, but the guy who made it was also, I believe he was known as like the godfather of manga. Yeah, I think he, uh, was, I think uh, his style he made, uh, I want to say he made, what's uh, uh, that, Dan? Robot one. Astro Boy. Astro Boy? Well, it I'm has, not positive. Has, I don't know if he made Astro Boy. I know he's popular. But like... it was the same art style yeah. for sure as Astro Boy. It was made by Osamu Tezuka. Hmm. And that's pretty much the guy who actually made it. Yeah, and um, so the series basically, um, just to start off, uh, uh, the first episode, the first little clips is basically a, a lord, a uh, Japanese lord is residing in his residence. And I guess things have went bad for him. Uh, it begins with like a birth of his child, but then it immediately flashes back to him going to go visit this shrine where this monk is. And basically there's these deities and they're not, you know, the good deities for Buddha. It's all like demons and stuff. Mm-hmm. And the, the, this Lord, uh, because the things happening around his land and his own ambitions, he's like, I won't, if these if my people die and everything failed, then I would fail as a lord and my bishops would never be succeed. So he basically makes a a, a deal with the, the demons mm-hmm. to get what he wants. And basically he says, you can have anything that, you can have anything of mine just so I can sell. And they basically, they said, that's a, a done deal. He ends up killing the Buddhist priest uh, beginning. And that, the p- priest is actually happy that he's dying because he, he doesn't have to be alive to see what darkness that he's going to bring to this world. Yep. Anyways, uh, it immediately goes back to when his child, his wife is giving birth to his, 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 his firstborn son. And, uh, immediately a light strikes the house, destroys the Buddhist, uh, actual Buddha, uh, statue, cut its head off completely. And then it just shows his kid, uh, everything's gone. Skin, eyes, like everything. It's crying blood. It's crying blood. And it's, Basically has nothing. It's just muscle, pretty much. It's like if you have no skin, anything completely they can't hear, can't, can't, hear, see, can't see. It doesn't even have a sense of feeling because the cardiovascular system, all the yeah. feeling, everything's gone. Basically, shouldn't be alive, and the father isn't remorseful at all about it. He's like, well, he's he, he's happy, honestly. He's like, then my my ambitions will be succeeded. Which it kind of makes sense if you think yeah. about it, because again, if you're like when you first look at it, you're like, man, this guy's kind of a douche. 
He's going to sit there and sacrifice his child. Yeah. But at this time, there was famine, there was starvation, there was people, like, literally attacking his village. And so if you have your loved ones, you're the leader of this tribe, and you have to take care of everyone. You have to make sure that they're fully taken care of from bandits, disease, food, all of it. And you have no option. And that doesn't even count the glory of the battlefield that you so desperately want. It takes a specific type of man to sit there and say, you know what? I would rather sacrifice my de- my child to the demons than to sit there and have a chance with, like, Buddha or God. Yeah. And I could see that, like, honestly, what will you do for your people? It just, what makes it hard to handle is, like, immediately he sends his, like, the wet nurse to, like, kill the, kill the kid, get rid of it. You know, uh, we have another son. And the mother never gets to hold her kid like she wants you know, the mother is just like, I, I will love him regardless. Let me have him. At least let him die in my arms. And he's like, no, get rid of it. And, uh, yeah, demons are released immediately. And his son, uh, the name of the, the kid is, let me, I'm going to, uh, the, the born son. Um, his name son. is, uh, Hi, uh, Hayak Kimuru. That's the first son. Yeah, that's, that's the first the main son. character. Yeah. But basically his, his father, Get, thinks he dies and says immediately says I'm going to just have another second son yeah. to be my heir basically and uh, interesting enough it, it, even though it's called the manga is called Dororo Dororo uh, the main character gets a sidekick and that is the, the name of the anime is from yeah, the main character's sidekick is Dororo and he's a thief you know, like this little kid thief cool person who joins him on his uh, the shenanigans and basically um, if you ever played this, uh, actually no, if you ever read, uh, Immortal Blade, mm-hmm. um, Blade similar, of Immortal? Blade of the Immortal, even though this came before it, the concept is basically every, uh, a concept in this is that if he kills these demons that took away from him, he gets back his body parts and his being little by little. And it's basically their adventure to slay these, these demons, these 48 demons. Mm-hmm. And yeah, it's. It's been good. Uh, John watched more episodes than me. I watched about four. Uh, but so far, it's really good. Um, the main character, I like how he's a deaf, blind character, so you don't really get details. You get everything from Doro Roro, who just follows him around, and just little tidbits of what kind of character he is in it. It's interesting having a flashback of him being a kid and other people that involve around his life. It's, you know, I'm not really used to that. You know, The main protagonist not really having a personality immediately because... Mm. He has these, you know, these uh, birth defects that he has to deal with. Yeah. And it was such a, like, uh, not a lust. It was such a, hmm, what would we say to that? Such a fight for him to survive. Because he was, I mean, literally was born with nothing. He didn't even have legs. He even had the ability to feel. He had nothing. Nothing. And so to go from that, where he almost died right then and there, like when he got put in a boat from a monster and then almost died from a priest but to sit there and pretty much go to safety and stumble across somebody that changed his life yeah he had such a strong will to live mm-hmm. that, that's what, yeah that's that what push him. like there was a there was a will to this kid that said he he didn't want to die and you know it's i'm, I'm just interested in seeing him capture these things and what he's going to do because uh 
and the first episode it shows that he, he is blind, but he can sense the presence of demons. He he sends them by like the spirit. Anything of, with like a malicious yeah, intent. Uh, intent. So pretty much, if you are kind of feeling intense anger, hatred, anything of that sort, then you I think you were bright red. Like, yeah, you're bright red. Like, it's like a bloody, like, like, bloody bright red. Where like Dororo, his friend for or his little sidekick at this point was white. So yes. that's the reason why even though he didn't see anything, he couldn't hear him, he could he didn't know. He was like, Oh, this thing this like white spirits hovering around me and won't leave. I wonder why. Yeah. Like it's really like it was a really yeah, interesting. You, it's concept. cool, like you can in the it's so cool style because you can infer in like what, what's the main character thinking and doing because you just see him sit down, eat fish, do these little things that he can't do and it's just it's just fascinating and uh if you want to watch this i highly recommend it i think uh what do you think now first if you want to watch this it's going to be a little bit tougher compared to other anime like that you can find on crunchyroll and everything else this one is licensed the newer one is licensed by amazon yeah so So that's the main way can you can google and find anything but amazon's the main kind of uh area you're going to get this so it'll be a 24 episode anime now, when you do look for stuff like this, just understand that there was also 26 episodes that was released in 1969. Yeah. So you're going to notice the difference. The yeah, older yeah. one's going to look kind of like Astro Boy. It's going to be very lighthearted. This one is obviously going to be modern, and you're going to tell it's dramatically darker than the original tone that was kind of set for this. Yeah, the, I think the original tone was more like a little funny. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it was kind of like a comedy yeah. in a way. Again, it was in the 60s, so they didn't have... Uh, they had a lot more censorship. Yeah, and, more that, and, and, and it's kind of why that brought that process of when anime came to America that, you know, uh, there was that belief that all anime was ch- for children and stuff until, you know, these creators said, hey, anime is an art, and it became more mature. So, yeah, you definitely, you can check out both. Uh, yeah, I highly recommend it. I would recommend this one as well. Again, at least give it three episodes and then kind of go from there. If you like something very dark, if you like good action... And in one of the later episodes, it has one of, in my opinion, the most intense anger wrath scenes you'll ever, like, you'll see. Where the main character, he just, he goes, he goes crazy. I can say that alone kind of made an imprint where I was like, I have to see what happens to this. So I'm a huge, I can say this, I'm glad you recommended it, because again, I would, if it's not on Crunchyroll, if it's not, like, big or known, like, I myself normally wouldn't check it out. But if I'm glad you recommended this to yeah. me personally, because now again I can say I'm genuinely a fan of it. And I'm thankful because I found a, a random clip of it on Facebook, of a Facebook little anime video. Mm-hmm. So it was just random. Shout out to Facebook. But yeah. What's next for you? So that was Dororo. Dororo. I'll be butchering that damn name. <laughs> Dororo. Dororo. <laughs> so mine. In terms of, this one was, I could say, easily one of my favorites so far that I've watched. It's one that stuck out to me from the first episode. I checked out the first episode now and fell in love immediately just with the premise. With And what this is, it's called is uh, Kaguya-sama, Love is War. Now, it's hard for me to even know where to start because there's so many endearing, wonderful things about this. One, it's a comedy. I could say I've laughed every single episode. Every single episode has been hilarious to me where I've laughed out loud multiple times throughout. Mm. 
it's pretty much divided up into two to three segments per episode of situations where the two main characters, uh, the vice president, Kaguya, and the main pre- uh, the president of the school, Miyuki, they're both attracted to each other and come from, I don't want to say prominent families, because Kaguya does. She comes from a very rich, wealthy family where she's multi-millionaire, has everything you can ever imagine. She And so she looks at standard people because she has so much pride as like insects. Like, you would be lucky to go out with me. I'll go out with you if you offer me your hometown, the food, like the clothes off your back, and literally worship me and maybe I'll consider. <laughs> That's the type of uh, female that she is. Right. Very prideful. And the main character... He's poor, but he is incredibly intelligent. He's one of the only people to ever become president being a, of the academy in his first year, being a new student there. So they both like each other, and they both sat there and was like, you know, in their opinion, if you confess uh, that you're, you're attracted to someone, that you love someone, that you like someone, you confess first, you're at a disadvantage, you lose. That means the other person can use you, see you as an insect, Whoever falls first loses. So they both like each other, and for the first half a year, they don't do anything because they expect the other person to ask them out because they're both so prideful. And it's hilarious because it doesn't happen. The main star of this would have to be the female, would be a Kaguya, because she goes above and beyond to try to make the main guy confess to Professor her. <laughs> like, she it. will do all the research, and it's fascinating. It's almost like a Death Note romance. Oh, okay. Because they both get into pretty much what can they do to twist the situation around in my favor so that I'm not looking like an insect or so they don't think I'm weak. It's absolutely hilarious. It comes, it's on, uh, it's five-star rating on Crunchyroll. Yes. And, again, it's one of those things where it stood out really hard for me. Now, one of my favorite things about this was episode three because at the very end of episode three, they they actually changed the ending. So, normally you have your ending theme song where it's, you know, ending credits, ending theme song. But the main one of episode three, what they did was they switched it so that it's actually a miniature, it's like a small dance. And you can tell they put a lot of thought into it. Oh! Like, a I lot. Saw, I saw a see, video for this thing. You'll see clips on it. Now, one, the song's on point. Yeah. Like, you hear that? But you actually watch this girl's dance routine for, like, a minute and a half. I sat there the first time I seen this, and I was cracking up because it was so different than I've ever seen. And again, it's only for one episode. Yeah. They never did this again for like the rest they, of the They she, did it? No. This I is saw only this for one. this. And I saw like people were like dance. people were like, hey, I'm gonna go start watching uh, like this is became like the new phase that like, people want to actually learn this dance and do it in public and stuff. This dance is so badass and she straight kills it the whole time. <laughs> and uh, again, I seen it the first time and when you hear the music, you just crack up because you're like, wow, she's just straight killing it. She's adorable, and the one that's killing it isn't the main character, Kaguya. It's actually the vice... Uh, it's the secretary. Yeah. It's the secretary. And she just... She's like the random chaos element. She might be best girl. She has a huge chance of being <laughs> the best girl when it comes to that. <laughs> I mean, because she has so much wisdom, and yeah. she'll throw off both characters. She comes across very ditzy, very dumb, and almost outwits both characters multiple different times, sometimes without even meaning to. 
And so just watching the anime for her alone is incredibly good. But when I first seen this like random dance at the end of this episode, which is episode three, I sat there and was like, all right, I'm a fan. I'm going to, I'm a hardcore fan now because it was so different when I seen it. It just it caught me off guard and I started cracking up and I couldn't stop because again, it was, it was too funny. It was too random. That's one thing I do, I do realize, uh, cause I would miss out on animes where some animes, they do the ending credits mm-hmm. and there would be scenes that continues. And I was always like, what's going on? But now I see that you watch it fully through. I need to start doing that concept, like watch the whole ending. Because there's things that I miss out on because I don't pick it up. I don't remember what anime it was, but it was last season where I um, I didn't do that. And so I would start the next episode and it, would, it wouldn't match up, right? Because obviously there's stuff that happens and they actually continue the story even after the credits. Yeah. So it was like an extra 30 seconds of continuing. So things wouldn't match up with the next episode and it drove me crazy. And then I found out like episode 15, halfway through the damn series. Oh, I missed out on easily like 10 minutes worth of Yeah, Overlord was like that for me. Yeah. I was like, yeah, I was like, very, very You gotta, you gotta watch it to its com- completion. But I sat there and I'm glad you said it was a contender for Best Girl because that's actually one of the things I really Yeah. Where for the year, it's starting off strong because it's already having a couple of really good Best Girl candidates. Again, I am, I'm going to watch every episode. I'm a huge fan of this. I highly recommend this one myself, especially if you're looking for a comedy. It's good for guys, good for girls. It's good for anyone at this point. It's a huge fan of this. Huge fan. All right. Uh, okay, for my next one. Uh, well, this one was I actually – I'm not used to watching uh, magical girl animes. And this uh, continues this trend that uh, this one anime made big. I think it's called Magi Polo or something. It's it's on Netflix uh, if anyone by chance. But basically, it's a magical girl one like Sailor Moon, but violent. And this one, uh, this anime specifically, it's is like called... Madoka. Yeah, Madoka. Have you ever seen? The yeah, Madoka. Madoka. Yeah, that's the one I meant. Yeah, so, Madoka a... Magica was one of those things. I I was I was shocked. You can't enter. Oh. Go. Just go. All right. Uh, well, we'll talk about that. But uh, this kind of continues that. This is called Magical Girl Spec Ops. And uh, weird premise, but basically uh, these these cute, like, think of uh, teddy bears or action figures coming together. Like cute teddy bear monsters coming alive and starting this war that they can kill people brutally. So there is this another alien race comes to Earth and says, you know, we see what you guys are going through. We're able to grant some of your special girls powers in order to fight this race. And basically, an army of these spec, these magical girls fight the army, uh, fight, like fight these these stuffed animals and stuff. And the war's over. They win. Some of them lost, but now they're back to normal lives. So the war's over. And basically, the premise is what happens once the magical girls are, are done fighting. And that a new, a new threat rises, pretty much. And yeah, the concept is just uh, a girl facing her demons and stuff and becoming that magical girl. And each each girl has a different weird transformation, but I, it's copying the whole Madoka kind of concept. It's the same of, similar universe, yeah, I like, would say that. Like, very brutal. The first episode, uh, literally there's a part where this guy is breaking from jail, and he's like, hey, we got to create chaos, so just blast people running around, like blasting civilians. 
just innocently it's shooting and blasting it was just so it's very gory for so i can if you are not a fan of that kind of un, uh, unnecessary violence it might not be for you but uh it wasn't a bad first episode i wouldn't say uh it wasn't it didn't stand out to me that the main even the main character that uh it focuses on mainly um she didn't really stand out too much even it's the first episode so it's tough to say uh but I I'm gonna check out a lot more of it. One of the things about these magical girl yeah. animes is it's very hard for me to understand the contrast normally because you sit there and you see it's very mo, very cute, very like good characters. Yeah. You know, there's teddy bear monsters and stuff like that, and it twists it in such a way to where it makes these adorable, cute things incredibly violent. Yeah. And messed up. I mean, it, like Madoka Magica. There's, there's a couple scenes in there where it's like it's like decapitations and stuff where it's like this cute, innocent person that just wants to protect something just got ripped apart. And it's so, like, there's scenes that are so violent that if you're a fan of that, again, this might be your thing. But I it's similar to, like, Goblin Slayer. For me personally, I feel like you would just want to know kind of what you're getting into before you watch it. Yeah, for sure. Because if you get it, like, it's kind of like, um, what was that? The re-life in another world? Yeah. Like, if you sit there and you have a typical genre like an isekai, where 90% of that isekai is main guy gets overpowered, gets a harem, whoops ass, and finishes up, then you kind of know, okay, it's very similar to this carbon copies of it. And then you watch something like ReZero. Same guy, goes into a different world dies then dies again then gets murdered again and then you see other people get murdered and it's one of those things where it's like it completely shifts that genre yeah and almost like for me personally like it it almost cracks kind of like this like happy image i have yeah and when i think of like madoka magic not madoka magic but magical girls or when you just see random clips on there like online you're like oh this looks cute this looks adorable and then you're like wait this little girl just got completely like beheaded. Like what? So it's it's yeah. yeah, it's not for everybody. It's definitely not for the faint of heart at all. How many episodes of this did you watch? I watched I watched one episode. You watched one I watched episode one episode. Now is uh, it one did it get your attention during that one episode or is it kinda like hey? it's I won't say it's better than uh Dimension. It got my attention just to say I will push through two more. Uh but it's again this this whole season and this uh, this whole year honestly is me watching animes that wouldn't really uh, get my you know really stand out to me so uh, I, I want to see if the characters get more interesting it is the manga is still active and present still going on it started in 2015 really um, so it's it's not terrible right now it's got about three three and a half stars yeah on Crunchyroll as of yeah. now it's about Three and a half stars. Yeah. And so... It's it just... My, my big thing is like... Investing in characters. Because the anime immediately shows you the full group of the girls. But then it cuts right to the present. And it's down to like the main character who's a, a, sock, a, a Suka. And uh, yeah, yeah, the girl you're looking at right now. Who's in a, like a maid outfit and stuff. And basically, hey, she needs to get back in the game. And I saw, again, I saw, like, clips of this on Facebook of how gory this can get. Um, I've seen some dirty clips where I was yeah. like, whoa. So, it's, 
Uh, I'm gonna watch. I'm gonna give it two more. Uh, but yeah, right now I'm not too hopeful for it. And then get my drawstrings. But if you like drawstrings, but if you like a magical girl like animes, definitely check it out and see what you think. Uh, I it it did make me want to actually watch Madoka because I always hear great things about it. I just that one just freaks me out more because it's even more cutesy style. Like it's very like these little. Little kids, it really reminds me of. It's not so like, it's just it's just bad. It's a weird weird concept. Yeah, it's, it's a like, weird kind of combination. It you. I think to me that's that's almost like real horror. Too, yeah, is when you take something that that cute, that adorable, and then you super twist it around. Mm-hmm. One of the scariest animes that stick stood out to this day is Higurashi Nanaku, and the big reason is because most of the characters are very adorable. Mo, they're cute characters, oh, yeah. and then they turn psychotic kill each other, rip each other's nails out. It just, it's, it's a cold anime. Yeah. It's just a, an interesting concept, but I think it's hard to make like something that's actually going to be horror nowadays because everything has been done. Yeah, for sure. And it's, and it's like you were talking about with ReZero. It's like sometimes you watch an anime, like ReZero did this to me where I was into it, but there was a part where I felt just as depressed as the character did. Just oh, like, yeah. I just need to take a break from, I can't just watch... I can't just keep watching the episodes. I was like, let me take a break and actually not jump into it immediately because I had no hope, just like the other character did. So sometimes, uh, sometimes these animals get hit you really like pull at the heartstrings. But yeah, uh, I'm gonna I'll update you guys on what I think after uh, two, maybe three more episodes. See if it, it gets better. And yeah, uh, what's your next one? The next one I had was it's called. I don't know how to like fully pronounce it. Is W Z? How they said it in the anime was like Weez. Weez. Yeah. Oh, I'd say that way. And so it's kind of like yeah. If you look at it and you're like, how do I? I mean, how do I say that? That's a little weird. What Weez is about is pretty much a middle schooler named Yukia, which uses his free time to DJ. So it's almost an anime. uh, It's an anime (laughs) about DJing slash fighting. So. What DJ says fighting? Yeah, I I could have done. What someone one. someone spe- spelled it Patron like, hey man, you stepped my sneakers, my fool. Is I don't what understand yet how they combine the two. Okay, it doesn't make sense because it's is like it music it good off, at least. It starts off like this kid um pretty much puts something out on YouTube, he live stream his DJ set. Okay, and people are like, oh, this is a great tune, this is amazing, and it like gets but, a lot of followers. But was it though? when I heard it, I was like. <laughs> like, I don't know if it was, was like a, a civil be like <clears throat> like it was like a better version of like no, it's, it was like a better version oh, of like a good. jazzy elevator beat oh, so man. something you would almost hear in like persona oh, in terms of like kind of softer elevator beat like a piano that's going through it again it's nice it sounds pleasant yeah. but there's people on there that'd be like wow did you hear that that's a great song I'd have been like hey I I don't know if this That's is good as what, they what do you say. think of like DJs that just throw those beats and stuff together? Like, do you what? think it, like some people are really talented, but what do you think of people who just like, yeah, I'm a professional musician and just like doing these little it weird depends. Beats? If they're actually sampling it, mixing it, doing it themselves, actually doing the timing, great. But they're like, push the button, and then they push the button and everything drops. I'm not a fan of that. You can take your button and show it. I don't want that. You guys, re- you guys ready for me to drop it? Let's <laughs> drop the beat. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> just, just have their song on loop and stuff. I'm just like, yeah. 
Exactly. Follow me on SoundCloud. So Yukia is all about trying to break out of Vic's comfort zone. Yeah. So that's why he he puts a mask on, puts this thing live stream in his performance, and pretty much he has the power to where if he touches you, you'll go into this other world. You go into this world, and one thing that stands out about this anime, I have not seen an anime that has as good as animation as this. Oh damn! It took, like it is absolutely beautiful in terms of colors. Beautiful in terms of the way it looks. Again, the fighting scenes, eh, take it or leave it. But if you actually look in terms of like how it's drawn, how it's designed, it's done really, really well. Again, it's incredibly beautiful. So pretty much, it's all about these, uh, they kind of do it in terms of like a tournament format, in terms of something that's similar to like Basculus or uh, similar to like Fate Stay Night. Yeah. So it's teams of two where... You have to hold the person's hand normally to stay in this world, and you battle other people that can do that. They're known as like handshakers. So you battle these other handshakers. If you beat them, you get their power. Whoever pretty much wins at the end of it um, meets God and pretty much gets like a wish granted to them. And so the main character, he's able to enter this world with anybody, and he doesn't have to always be connected by the hand. Okay. And so he's known as pretty much just like the best type of handshaker. They had a specific word for it. I genuinely I don't have it at this point, but it was just something specific. Now he doesn't he doesn't have a wish. He doesn't care. He doesn't care. He, right, he everyone else wants to whoop his ass and get his wish. He genuinely just doesn't care. He doesn't. He just he wants to enjoy his life. So they beat him, they can get the wish, or they supposedly they just, supposedly. Right. So Is he good with his hands or something? Well, I mean, at this point, he has, like, he manifests swords and stuff. Again, it goes into, like, action oh, okay. and fighting. So, but they kind of throw you in there. Final 15, like. And they don't really explain too much. So okay. it's, it's a little weird. Again, the story, they're kind of lacking. You can tell. They put 90% of their attention on the drawing. And oh, maybe okay. 10% on the story. Temp- all right. But, again, in terms of how it looks, it's good. It's rated about 4 out of 5 on Crunchyroll, but you can't really take that because apparently that's only two votes. <laughs> so, two people, two people uh, took, the time, to took the time to say, hey, we this need, is I decent, need to do that not great. Yeah, I know. Like, like, we both need to. Yeah. So, the music's decent, and it throws you into a random battle. Um, at this point, I would say give it at least three episodes because there's enough that happens within three. the three episodes. Four. Yeah, I mean, some of them were like four that I said. This one's definitely a solid three. By the end of the third episode, you're going to see whether you like it or not. I can say without a shadow of a doubt, I am doubting I'm going to finish it. <laughs> <laughs> I can say it's about a 50-50. Oh, you give it praise of the animation. So this has gorgeous animation. I was like, it man, is. I was about to write on my list. So let me get my pen and paper and uh, write this down. But the thing is, is the story is one of those things where it's like, eh, right now. I'm at, personally, I think I'm on episode five. So, right now, again, I'll, I'm going to end up giving it a couple more episodes. But with, it's not on my top priorities. It's going to be something I'm going to watch until something good comes out. There's oh, other okay, animes yeah. on my list that I like a lot more. But I'll end up checking this one out until either I fully am done with it. Or just to kill time to stay up with it until... 
the important stuff comes out. Right. And this one comes out on Saturdays. So, again, all the things I care about come out on Monday and Wednesday yeah. and Thursday. So it's like... So if you don't got anything better to do on Saturday, yeah. you might... You might want to check it out. Background, Again, so. some people like it. Yeah. It's always hard for me to identify or even care about an anime where it has middle schoolers in it. High schoolers, I could pretend, okay, that's similar to an adult, even though we all know that's not. We were dumb as hell back in the when we were oh, high yeah, school. Yeah, we were right. definitely children. But when it comes to like a middle schooler, I, I, like, I can't even... Main character in middle school? Yeah, uh, like definitely, and I don't care one bit. Like It's hard for me to naturally care when I know their age is that that tiny that young so again some people like it some people don't i just if i i know you're a middle schooler i i don't care i i'm i'm 28 i need to i need to be like i i can kind of the only reason why i can even be okay with high schoolers at this point is because every damn anime does that (laughs) but at this point i like stuff like reincarnated as a slime or stuff where it was like death march of the rhapsody uh parallel world or um, what was that other one? Overlord, Run with the Wind. These are college guys. Yeah. You know, middle, they they hit our age range. So it's like at this point, it's easier for me to sit there and identify with that, or to can to, to be emotionally invested in the main character. I'm not invested in, and I will never be emotionally invested in a middle school. Yeah, and you're right on that one. Well, it's well, just like he's yeah. a middle schooler now. Like, like well, he, he you still need to be taking getting ready for cram school and stuff instead of get. High high school entrance exams. Yeah. Okay. Great. I'm glad we don't have to go through that. So again, that's Wheeze W Z. Is it? It's on Crunchyroll at this point. You can find it kind of anywhere. It's seven episodes out. Check it out. Give it at least three episodes. Let us know what you think. For me, the last kind of major ones on my list are all good. Yeah. Okay. So it's like same. All three of these, I can say, yeah, yeah, yeah. without a shadow of a doubt, I will recommend. So, what's what's kind of the, the one that you're going to next? What's the next oh, one? Uh, I'm going to go to uh, JoJo. Go to Win. That was the Winter series? Yeah. Came out in the winter. Yeah. Okay. All right, we got JoJo. Yeah, it was one of those tail-end ones where it came right as uh, fall was ending, winter was mm-hmm. picking up. Yeah, so it was like early January. Yeah. That makes sense. So, what about JoJo's did you like? It's, uh... Well, first, give I'm, us the premise. I'm, I'm, first, I'm biased on this. The premise. I'm biased on JoJo because I, I just love the series. It's my pretty much... Okay, so no, first what favorite. I want you to uh, tell us exactly what this new arc is about. And then second, tell us why are you biased towards this series. Alright, so this new arc is called Golden Wind. But, uh, and it's manga form. It's uh, this first arc is uh it's go to win is the name of the arc and it's set in two thousand one and it's two years after the last arc that was called Diamond Unbreakable mm-hmm. and basically it's uh about uh the main character is uh G uh Giovanna and it's basically he's an expiring mafia gangster and he's the son of the one of the best villains I ever seen in any series. Uh, Dio Brando. If you ever watched the first it's JoJo, Dio. yeah, that but that meme, that meme Dio, he's a, he's the son of Dio, sorta. Because if you know it, it's like Dio's head, but Jonathan's body. It's a, it's a yeah. interesting concept. But anyways, uh, he, he's a. This is you know the old arc is over. His arc is in, and basically what he wants to do is rise to the top of this organization called uh, Patrone. 
and become the the, the head mafioso who wants to you know be be the the big boss and it's because when he was younger he never had anything to look for he had a abusive stepfather and uh, when he was a kid he saved this 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 gangster guy who was about to be killed um, he saved his life from these guys coming after him and he respected that guy. That guy started looking at looking after uh, uh, Giorno and like took care of him because just because of what he did for him. Mm-hmm. So he always was inspiring to join that join the organization and also change the city because he saw how even though uh, there could be some good sides to being part of the mob, there was also dark sides of like giving drugs to children and things like that that was affecting things. So he wanted to like kind of change the organization and make it make it better in his own sense of justice. Oh. So kind of, I think what the thing was trying to balance is him having a little bit of him being like an anti-hero where he is going to be joining the mob and he will take people out, but also having some good side of that. He wants to at least kind of make it better. That mm-hmm. have like some kind of moral code that what he what he's willing to do and what he's not willing to do. Um, oh, damn. So, uh, yeah. Quick question. So, just talking about the main character. Now, JoJo's Bizarre Adventure goes through multiple different arcs with multiple different main characters. Yes, yes, yes. So, how do you like, for people that watch JoJo's Bizarre Adventure and not have watched, have not watched Golden Wind, how do you like this main character opposed to the other ones from the other arcs? How does he stack up? Uh, this is tough, because I think uh, when you watch any of these JoJo arcs, you always find your favorite JoJo. Um my favorite JoJo, it's still, it's still, it's still uh, Jotaro is really still my favorite JoJo. From where? From uh, he's from uh, 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 Diamond is Unbreakable. Well, no, he's from uh, Diamond Dust. Diamond Dust? Is that is that? No, Star. Sorry, Stardust, Stardust Crusaders. Crusaders. He's from Stardust Crusaders. Is uh, my my favorite JoJo, and even then, it's like it depends on the days because I still like. Uh, in the next arc, a name, a character named Josuke. But what's really good about this anime is that because it changes arcs every once in a while and new characters are introduced, the whole premise of it being about the Joestar family starts kind of get kind of changed. That it there, they might be the main character, but this the writer does a good job of making the the side characters just as interesting as the main character. That you can be like, hey, I like this guy more, or this guy. Still, the show being the main protagonist, and you're just here because you're part of the Joestar family bloodline. Um, but I think it, any series you have, you will find your own JoJo. I think right now, because Go to Win is so in the beginning that it was very just freshening out all the new characters of his gang because he joined, he gets part of the organization, he has his little group of friends, and he's like getting to know them. And so, there's arcs or battles in these episodes where he's that those characters are fighting against people and uh Gerno didn't get that as much playtime as other characters did so sorry uh it didn't get as much playtime as uh like other characters so far but right now where i'm at uh with how many episodes it has um I, he's starting to show i'm about it's about 15 episodes in. 15 episodes yeah uh it's it, and it's it's great. I always turn into it. I, I'm always going to say it's a recurring one. Um, if you do want to watch jo, uh, JoJo, I would say definitely you know go back and check it out. You know, start from the very beginning because it's famous for its uh, the whole concept of these things called um, 
stand users, which is basically like a spirit, but watching from the very beginning, it's a little bit like uh, Fist of the North Star, but after that, it becomes stand users, hmm. and it, it's just a good concept if, if you have the time. Don't, don't, and if you don't want to do that, you can always just jump into whichever series you want to do. It, it won't really bother you too much. I just like to watch things in order. Mm-hmm. So this is my typical thing, but you can jump in right into Golden Wind and not really feel left out. It is a good idea of transitioning. Hmm. And this, so, hmm. so you're saying when it comes to JoJo's, you don't have to watch all of them. You can just jump in pretty much any season that you want and you'll yeah. get a good grasp. You won't be like left behind. Obviously, what? they'll probably have like something that talks about like what happened before that. Like a couple. The, be- the best thing, only time I would say that the ones that will probably affect you is the first three seasons. Mm-hmm. Uh, being, um, uh, the, the first three seasons are ba- mainly focused on DL. Mm-hmm. It carries over, and it's different generations mm-hmm. before it ultimately gets off. So that can get confusing a little bit because you don't know who the – you won't really understand who the big baddie is if you didn't watch the first season. Like, why would you hate this guy? But if you watch those, then you will feel kind of good. But if you want to jump in right into Diamonds Unbreakable or uh, this one, Go to Win, you can and not feel too bad because this is mainly focused on – its own contained area of villains and not about one big protagonist that carries on to the next season. So I, I feel like those seasons are best to jump in. Any other one, you might get a little confused and may have to either watch a series or, you know, watch a YouTube video of it. That was Jojo. Now what's its uh, rating on Crunchyroll? Do you know? Uh, Let's see that. Because my, my rating is five stars. Your rating is uh, five stars. Five yep. stars. <laughs> so it got such a high five star rating. There's over 585 people rated it five stars on Crunchyroll. So obviously JoJo should be good in some aspect. I mean, there's a lot of people out there. Again, you'll see JoJo references in all anime. You'll see a bunch of fans like us that make references. Even yeah. even like the it's me Dio. I've never seen JoJo, and I still love that meme. It cracks me up every time. Dio, he's a fucking asshole. But he's Typical. So, that deals with JoJo. The next one on our list is a little bit... It's a lot more basic. Uh, it's called the Quintessential Quintuplets. Okay. Now, when I looked at this one, this is a standard harem. Okay, standard harem. Looked at it. Was like, all right. It's, we know what it is like again we definitely do i was surprised personally at how many people i've seen online actually like this because i thought it was going to get flamed for just being a typical standard hair main character uh usugi uh taru is pretty much a broke high school student his family's in a lot of debt and at this point he gets an offer to be a tutor so he pretty much finds out that he has to tutor these five beautiful sisters, and they're all dumb, all super dumb in their own ways. One's good at history, one's just dumb, one's good at sports. <laughs> and so you have this like really smart guy who also is socially, he doesn't have great social skills himself because he's a nerd, yeah. sit there, and he has to try to get their respect enough to where they're actually even going to listen to him. And pretty much he ends up problem solving their own insecurities, their own family, pretty much all of that. It has some entertaining moments. It has, 
I, it was endearing in a couple parts where I was like, oh, like it has a really good feeling to it. Overall, again, it's a standard harem. I can't say, I mean, you can tell probably every character will end up falling for this main guy. Yeah. And no one will understand why because the main guy is kind of an asshole and doesn't exactly look. I mean, I, I don't know. I don't know. He'd be the type of guy where it's like, if you actually walk down the road and you see five beautiful women on him, you'd be pissed off. <laughs> <laughs> That's the type of guy he's You're just like, what's going on with this? Does uh, this show have any person that could possibly be a best girl nominee? It actually definitely does. It is the girl, and you'll actually, you'll notice on Facebook, a lot, especially for a lot of anime pages, that out of everyone that stands out, it is the girl with the headphones. Her name is uh, Miku. You'll see her and references to her being best girl online quite a lot already. In terms of this whole like series, I I think she's the best. I don't think he's gonna get like I don't I personally don't think he's gonna get with her. He's gonna get with like the main redhead that pretty much is she the one who's all dumb, the time. Is she the one who's dumb as rocks? Um, no, that's a sports <laughs> girl that's super dumb. But, like, the main one at this point, she's just terrible at studying. She tries. She tries hard. But she just doesn't get it. So, okay. And she has her own pride. So, like, the main character insults her. And she's like, I'm not going to ask you for help. You're a dick. Is she the one with the pink? The that's red this one? one? Oh, yeah. Okay. Yeah. The red. She has, like, she has, a, she has a, stars in her hair. And you'll notice in anime, usually the red-headed character female character is the main the main yeah, character the one that is it's the probably most gonna be the one the protagonist gets with i don't know what japanese uh what their fascination is with like red hair but in my opinion as usual like he should get with miku yeah. the girl with the headphones if you don't know her you need to know her would he even want to date a girl who has quintuplet Quintuplet sisters? Yeah, what do you... I mean, I ain't dating the sisters. I'm just dating one. I guess that's true. Now, if you're dating the sisters and you're like, all of them, (laughs) that's going to make Christmas crappy. (laughs) But at this point, I mean... Oh, yeah, okay. Once you isolate one, then yeah, you're right. right. Like, I'll date a girl if her family's terrible. Like, and (laughs) and think about it. He's also broke at this point. They're very well off. So, he's... He definitely wants something. But this guy... He barely even sees them as friends. He literally just sees them as like a paycheck at this Fine, point. Okay. Because his family's in so much debt, he's terrified to lose his job. And if he does, he goes back to kind of what it was before, not really eating nothing. And he has to take care of his sister. Sheesh, so right. there's a lot, I mean, a lot of stress kind of riding on him. And, and he has to help them succeed. In he order. has to help them pass their midterms. So if they don't pass, then he they gets fired. fired so and he, they don't even want to study at this point. They all have their own shit to do. So he's just having to figure out ways to adapt. And what I do like about this is you can see from the first episode to the sixth one, because I've watched all of them so far. Yeah. You can definitely see that his character, kind of how he views him, it's slowly changing. I'm seeing a good progression with like who he is and who he's becoming, and I like that. I definitely do. In terms of Crunchyroll, this got four and a half stars, so yeah. it's actually a little bit better than what I was anticipating in terms of it. With harems, yeah. Yeah, especially with the standard harem. A harem with no action in it. Hmm. And a harem that's not as good as, in my opinion, is like Niskoi. Niskoi was one of my favorites of all time. Niskoi? was, yeah. Niskoi, false, uh, false Love, is to me one of the best like slice of life harems that actually come to a real conclusion that I've ever seen. 
you you genuinely don't know who the main character is going to get with out of the major like oh, three. And I, I like that. And there's a big sense of he's probably going to get with one that you don't want. Because there's a lot of people that like all three characters. Is it because just because we have the little permits up, does he get – is there a spoiler of like the promise? Is his promise fulfilled or – It's pretty much like – he Life promises happens. no. He promises somebody that, um, pretty much she'll end up getting with him. You know, as they're like children. Okay. But it was like due to like a key and like like unlocking a key. Or okay. Like unlo- unlocking a lock with the key, and so he doesn't know who he made the promise with because all three girls he made a promise with, but not the right one. Like oh, okay. not the promise. So he doesn't remember that. So all three girls he's had some form of interaction with even when he was a child. So, but again, that, that's a, it's a pretty old series at this point. I love this one. I will always love this one. It got, it's definitely four and a half. Oh, I thought it was, I thought it was It's, it's already over too. Like in terms of this. Oh, it it is two seasons, right? It might be two seasons. I'm not sure. I read the manga. Oh, okay. Yeah. I I needed to know what, what was going to happen. You want to finish. He was like, yes. Uh, Like if there's three girls. I need to know, did he choose the one I would choose, or is he dick? (laughs) That's what I need to know. Were you happy? I'm not going to say anything at this point. It doesn't matter. But, that right there, again, quintessential quintuplets. That's a mouthful right there. That, I would recommend at least check the first three. If you just like kind of a standard garbage harem, I accept all garbage. I definitely do. I accept all anime, whether it's Except if it's CGI, heavily CGI. Yeah, I'm like a little that. racist when it comes to that. But anything else, prejudice would be a better word than racist. <laughs> yeah, I guess, I guess that's definitely a better word. Yeah, it's a, yeah, biases yeah, towards I'm, CGI. Yeah, animation. super biased towards that. But again, I enjoyed. This Don't one. soundbite John about saying they're racist. I mean, racist. do what you do. <laughs> I mean, when it comes to CGI, I stand by it. <laughs> uh, all right so as uh that's kind of my third one i have two left that is good how much do you have left i have none so oh I'll you have none jump on yours so the next one at this point that i that stood out to me personally yes now i've only watched i was the first two episodes for it but it immediately hooked it I me mean, personally okay now on a quick side note before i jump into this out of all the anime we talked about the best intro in terms of the best opening song for me was Kaguya's uh, Love is War. Uh, out of like um, ways. Well, no, stick, stick with it. Live your life. You cannot give whiz. No, no. I was no. saying like oh, out of quintessential what? quintuplets, like out of all the anime, okay. I would say Kaguya Love is War had a really good intro that I really liked. Dang. There's only one other intro that ties that, and that will be after I'm done with because okay. now that I think about it, I actually watched the music video for the other intro, and I'm a fan of that song. All right. Mm-hmm. So, this one right here is, um, yeah. the next one is called Boogie Pop. Now, Boogie when Pop. I first looked at Boogie Pop and others, Interesting name. I judged it immediately. was like, <laughs> I don't care. I don't want a Boogie Pop. I'm out. Don't care. Yeah. Um, what kind of got me interested in terms of this was the fact that the light it's known as the godfather of light novels oh okay and so this is what got uh uh got monogatari my favorite series this is actually what pretty much got that started and inspired it inspired it because 
the, it, it got the such a fan. And the cool thing is, so for Boogie Pop and others, what it is is the main character, Takeda Keiji, was waiting for his girlfriend, uh, yeah. his new girlfriend, Toka. And what happens was she never showed up. All, and so he's like, what's going on? Like, this is kind of weird. Kind of walks. And when he walks, he sees this guy that's in all white. And this guy, he has white hair. He starts crying. Like, and you know with Japan, if there's like a weird thing, most of the time they won't even acknowledge it. They'll just kind of like move yeah, around yeah, it. Yeah, they, yeah. They, they, yeah. It's almost like invisible to them. Yeah. So there's these people that pretty much didn't acknowledge that this guy was just crying in the street. And including the main character. So all of a sudden you see somebody that's dressed just like his, uh, the girl that stood him up, his girlfriend, Toka, starts comforting the, the guy that's crying. And she said something that really like, stood out, which is like, how could you all sit there um, while this man has tears in your eyes, and, tears in his eyes and do nothing? Does any of you have a heart? And that really stood out to the main character. But when you first watch that first episode, there's so much uh, random clips throughout it, you're going to be confused. It has a very similar feeling as a paranoia agent. A very similar feeling, which, by the way, we need to do a podcast on Paranoid Age. Okay, yeah. And another, that would be a great one to dive into the archives for. Oh, sure. And um, another, a similar feeling is Serial, serial Experiments Lane. And what I mean by that is in terms of it's like a mystery that you will enjoy solving as you watch it. What's cool is the first episode, you will see the beginning, middle, and end all in the first episode of the series. Pretty much, it has clips of the ending in there, clips of the middle, clips of everything. So when you watch that first episode, you're confused because you're like, wait, oh, like how did it end? Like everything that's going to happen? Like pretty oh, much God. like literally clips. So you yeah. see the ending of it uh, pretty much like when she's done, like when they're done with like whatever happens. Okay. But you don't know what happens because it's the first damn episode. It just shows you little clips of everything. And so you sit there and you're like, what? How is she going away already? They haven't even done anything. And then the second episode comes and it literally picks up and pretty much that's almost like the actual start because that's when they start telling the story about it and going kind of from there. Yeah. And so pretty much like each episode is, you know, it all tells the same story, but it's uh, something, there's like an evil presence at this school. And Toka, the reason why she's dressed up as that mysterious figure is she almost has like a split personality. So what they do is they do a good job at pretty much adding the side character. Oh, so, a lot of so it is his girlfriend? Yeah. Well, oh, kind of. Yes. So, okay. Yes. So a, it is right. his girlfriend. So pretty much like she ends up having a split personality because this boogie pop is what she kind of calls herself. Okay. Is has to take care of this evil. They don't know what this evil was, but this evil is like a man eater, which you find in kind of like a second episode where it's pretty much just man eater that can take the form of like whatever it needs. And so it's like a mystery trying to like get rid of that evil. But you pretty much see different sides, kind of what they go through, what they deal with, and pretty much their own backstories in terms of wanting to understand bipolar syndrome, okay. wanting to understand serial killers, like stuff like that they talk about. So it's fascinating. The music at the beginning, the intro theme song is pretty decent. But again, nothing else stood out in terms of musically. Um, How, how's the dialogue? Dialogue heavy. You think? Dialogue's like, pretty heavy. I mean, they have some good. Some I don't know if it's good action, but they have some decent action scene, okay. scenes. It's definitely a mystery 
if you're only going to go for this for action, it won't be your thing. Yeah. Again, similar as Paranoia Agent and Serial Experiment Slain. All right. You have a lot of talking. It's fascinating. But again, there's just there's a lot of dialogue to it. I thoroughly liked it myself. I'm going to keep watching it. I'll probably end up finishing this one. Four and a half stars. Anything that's known as like the godfather of light novels. Yeah, it actually can. made light novels popular. I want to check out. Now... Another good thing is, is this light novel was so good, it actually won a literary award in 1997. Oh, wow. So, I mean, that's what put not just this, but light novels on the map. Because made them, made it's a story big. that won an actual award, a big award at that point. So, it's called Boogie Pop and Others. I myself recommend it. Give it three episodes for sure. But think about that first episode, because when you actually watch that first episode and you're going to see the beginning of the arc, the middle of the arc, the end of the arc, all throughout it, you're, it's going gonna, it's gonna to be really interesting. But you're going to want to know this ahead of time, because I watched that first episode finish it and was like, what's even going on? Yeah. So that deals with that. My last and final one to kind of wrap things up is, to me, the best anime of this winter season. Oh, this winter season? The only one that made me exactly read a about. light novel on. And also, now that I thought about it, also had the best intro of the entire season, the best music. It's called Rise of Shield Hero. You single-handedly got me on that myself. I highly recommend it. Like I always do. It. I get you into it, and then you push right past me. Dude. Oh, yeah. I will, I will give everything to <laughs> that. To me, this is going to be one had the best um, girl of the year candidate, easily. Yeah. She... It's still the beginning of the year, but she's going to be there forever. She's the best girl ever. Competitive list. And in terms of this, the intro was by a band called Mad Kid. The song's called Rise, and we'll actually end off on that intro because oh, I, I, I want to make sure that we, uh, you guys hear it as well. It's pretty much the main character, Iwatani uh, Naofumi, gets east guide, gets sent to another world where he's known as the shield hero. The shield hero gets looked down on, it's pretty much known as like a demon, or where he's at at this point. He ends up getting this betrayed and gets cast out by the same people who actually summoned him. So, and he's the one that has to be part of the team that actually protects this, the world from getting destroyed from these waves of pretty much monsters that come in. So, I've, I mean, we've talked about this anime multiple times on our podcast. And, again, I'm a huge fan of it. The action scene's great. The music's great. Everything about it's great. It really kind of hits the feels on a lot. And, again, you feel this optimistic young kid. Well, not even young, because, again, he's definitely, like, in, I think, a college kid. Yeah. Yeah, he's, he's, yeah, he's like, 20 he's college. Something. He's 21? Yeah. So he pretty much goes out to this world, and it's just like what we all imagine. Wow, this would be great. This is cool. I'm in a different world. Yeah. Who would have known? And then he gets shit on. And you watch him pretty much go in towards, like, you all hate me for no reason. I don't even want to be here. You can't even send me back. Fine. Fuck all of you. I'm out. I'm going to do my own thing. And it's really cool to get, like, that alternate perspective from that sure. anti-hero. Like, that anti-hero. I'm a huge fan of the main character. I'm a huge fan of the side characters. I'm a huge fan of everything about this anime. Again, this one got four out of five stars. Or no, this one, I don't yeah. know. I think it got five stars. Pretty sure. But Pro- I'm talking out my ass right here. So I'm going to make sure and pull this It's up. another Itsukai, but it's like like John was saying. It's, uh, five stars for sure. 375 star reviews. It just has a great 
you know, concept of the of a, a main character being, you know, him going to the world like, yes, I, he's like, I'm excited. I'm in a fancy world. I'm gonna immerse myself and really like. Uh, and he's not he's he's not transported alone. He has other three characters with him that are also shield uh, heroes of some sort. One spear, one's uh, bow. bow, one's sword. sword, and then his shield. And that he is looked down on because he's the shield hero who's seen as being weak because of all these other things. And it's just, it's it's a good series. I, I, you know, we can go on. I think we will eventually do uh, not even an archive. I'd say once the season's over, for sure, we probably gonna want to do a spoiler podcast. We're gonna do a full in depth yeah. podcast. Yeah. I'm, more, I'm working on reading the manga, so you might do something uh, telling of that. We'll, we'll we'll debate it, but yeah, it's it's definitely something. Don't if you uh. If you want to watch it, or hopefully you're already watching it, continue. If you want to read the light novels, easy. Google search it. You can read the whole light novel series. And we highly recommend you reading light novels and stuff and really doing that so you can, you know, sell also support the writer in that sense too. Yeah. It's like when you watch an anime, you see a lot of good things about it. But then you read the manga and you see, hey, there's a couple corners that they cut. There's a couple details I missed. Yeah. There's a couple things I should have seen. And then you read the light novel and you're like, wow, there's a world of depth behind this of where they didn't skip through. Where you actually, like in the anime, you see him in a span of 30 seconds go from town to town and that's really about it. But in that actual light novel, you actually read about it. He's doing that for like a while. You yeah. see him. And you hear kind of like what he talks about, what he does for villagers. And it makes his reputation go up kind of naturally, whereas like in anime, his reputation will go up. It almost feels artificial. Oh, quick. Because you don't have the backstory of how long he spent, what he did. They tell it to you in about 10 seconds, and if you're not genuinely paying attention, you're like, how is he known as a saint now? Yeah. It makes no sense. Like, for instance, I was reading some today, like little things that you don't really think about, like how he doesn't have money to afford a hotel, so he sleeps outside, and when he wakes up, he, he these monsters have bit him, but since it's defense is so high that he hasn't felt it like things of that like real nature that really does that character ability of seeing that this guy is down in the dumps and not so big on the big uh events that carries like you see the little steps that really make him into what what john is saying that he eventually become that saint or that person who is seen as the best character and you really feel that success because you're riding with him through his journey so that is the rise of shield hero again winter came off strong strong for me strong i mean at this point when i first looked at the lineup i was like oh there's no way it's gonna top fall it's impossible but again so far it's coming off really strong i'm excited to know what's going to keep coming out because mm. again the next uh plethora of shows that's going to get dropped is going to be i think in april that's going to be like the next one like a good amount yeah. of like other stuff i know that's when zoids is supposed to be estimated oh out. yeah that's other things similar to that again yeah. That right there is so far. I mean, you've heard it. We've given you, shoot, more at least 10 anime of what came out this year. We gave you some good ones to avoid, some good ones to check out. Either way, and it's all of different genres, too. That's why I like. Like We try to keep it a little diversified in terms of that. Now, is there anything that you want to end off that you kind of thought about? Anything else before we end off and play rise which is the rising of shield heroes theme so all you guys can get hyped off this theme song like i am uh nothing real big we uh me and john is working really hard we had some good ideas coming up uh here soon 
I uh, don't want to give it out yet, but uh, expect a bonus, uh, a, a sort of bonus episode here soon of little one-offs and uh, other concepts that we have coming on to inspire people who genres might be in certain specific genres too. We want to, and then we're also bringing back, you know, our namesake archives and dive in some uh, some of those series with some friendly guests. So we will announce those animes once we actually have that and uh, give it to you guys. So let's listen to this cool ass opening. Shield Heroes opening theme. We just want to say thank you for listening. This is John and Ernest with Anime Archives. If you ever have any questions, anything that you want us to listen to or watch, please send us an email at thisisanimearchives.gmail.com. Until then, see you next time. <laughs> Bye.